Hello, knowledge seekers. In this episode of 20 Minute Books, we delve into the pages of World Order, a masterful exposition by Henry Kissinger on the dynamic and intricate fabric of global diplomacy and power balances. A Nobel Peace Prize laureate and a pivotal figure in shaping United States foreign policy, Kissinger distills his years of experience and expertise as the former Secretary of State to guide us through the historical and ongoing quests for world harmony. World order provides a nuanced perspective on how different nations conceive and strive towards their ideal global frameworks, shedding light on the delicate equilibrium that sustains international relations, as well as the conflicts emanating from divergent worldviews. This book is a tour de force for those seeking to unravel the complexities that underpin world affairs offering profound insights into the chess game of global politics. In this revealing exploration, listeners who are students of political science, practitioners of governance, enthusiasts of international relations, or simply individuals intrigued by globalization's impact on cultural interplay, will find world order to be an essential companion. If understanding the forces that mold our world's past, present, and future is your quest, then this episode is tailored for your intellectual appetite. Join us as we uncover the wisdom imparted by one of the most influential diplomats of the 20th century. Henry Kissinger World Order Reflections on the Character of Nations and the Course of History Introduction Navigating the Maze of Global Politics Ever feel like international politics is a Gordian knot, with every attempt at untangling only leading to tighter snarls? Countries seem to go in circles with negotiations and peace talks, while conflicts persist and emerge anew. Let's dive deep into a compelling narrative that reveals the reason behind this tumultuous dance. Conflicting worldviews among nations regarding global power structure and organization, exploring Henry Kissinger's vistas of world order. Through the sophisticated lens of Henry Kissinger, a seasoned diplomat and former U.S. Secretary of State, we're taken on a journey to understand the variances in national expectations and how they mold foreign policies. By examining the rich tapestry of historical events, we will learn why countries approach international relations so differently and how this has sculpted the world stage across the centuries. In our exploration, we will uncover the unexpected diplomacy emerging from Europe's battlegrounds, the profound impact a politician's upbringing may have on global affairs, and the ancient echoes of Mongolian conquest in today's Russian strategy. Join me on this enlightening quest to peel back the layers of history and decode the enigma of world order, uncovering the driving forces that sway the destinies of nations. Part 1. Unraveling the Philosophical Blueprint Behind International Relations Picture a world in which the intricacies of international affairs are not just shaped by the rise and fall of economies or the brute force of military power, but are steered by an underlying set of beliefs. The concept of world order is that philosophical blueprint. It defines how a group envisions the structure of power and governance on a global scale. Let's consider the European perspective as a case study. European nations 
collectively champion the concept of democracy, favoring a world where each nation's leaders are chosen through open and fair elections. This shared belief isn't limited to their borders. It's a vision they advocate for around the globe. Understanding world order is crucial because these profound ideals significantly influence a nation's interactions at the international level. Indeed, these contrasting notions have sparked countless conflicts and wars. Think of world order as a compass guiding a country's foreign policy and long-term ambition. It shapes how nations plan their steps on the world stage and strive for a future in line with their ideal visions. To illustrate, consider the diplomatic acumen of Prince Clemens von Metternich, his philosophical anchor, that stable international relations require recognizing the legitimate interests of all involved parties, not just one's own nation, exemplifies how a world order can shape foreign policy and historical outcomes. Part 2. The delicate dance of equilibrium that keeps the world at peace. Imagine a world where the mightiest nations are locked in a silent chess match, their every move calculated to maintain an equilibrium that prevents chaos from descending. This was the world during the Cold War, an era of ideological sparring between the capitalist West, led by the United States, and the communist East, fronted by the Soviet Union. The tension was palpable, yet no direct conflict erupted between these superpowers. Why? The answer lies in the sheer precision of the balance of power. This delicate balance acted as a force of stability. When adversaries are evenly matched, as the US and the Soviet Union were, the risk that one poses to the other serves as a mutual deterrent. This balance can lead to a seemingly static environment, where progress is difficult to perceive, as neither party seeks to make bold moves that could provoke a formidable response. However, this apparent immobility is often a strategic pause, a breathing space for nations to refine policies and address internal matters. Politicians recognize that, in the absence of outright dominance, balance is the next best scenario for steady governance. Through the Cold War years, neither the US nor the Soviet Union tipped the scales. The implicit threat of mutual destruction, exacerbated by the specter of nuclear warfare, created a standoff. The tension only broke with the internal disintegration of the Soviet Union, upsetting the balance that had acted as the world's safety net. Ultimately, the Cold War is a stark reminder of how mutual recognition of power can avert disaster. The reserve that each side showed, born of respect or fear of the other's capabilities, narrowly circumvented a nuclear catastrophe. It is a testament to the subtle yet powerful role that a balance of power plays in sustaining world order. Part 3. The roots of modern diplomacy in the European conception of world order envision a continent ravaged by decades of relentless warfare, only to arise from the ashes with an unprecedented consensus the birth of a world order that nearly spanned the globe and reshaped international politics. This journey takes us to 17th century Europe, where the treaties known as the Peace of Westphalia charted a course toward a new diplomatic horizon. The devastating Thirty Years' War, which scorched Europe from 1618 to 1648, was a crucible of conflict that started as a rift between Catholic and Protestant states, 
but out of this maelstrom of violence, a seminal gathering in Westphalia would etch a set of principles into the annals of history, redefining the very essence of statecraft and mutual respect among nations. These peace talks enshrined the notion that each nation, no matter its size, possessed an inalienable right to sovereignty, a concept to be revered by all others. A tapestry of beliefs thrived across Europe, a mosaic of truths, each afforded equal significance. This new paradigm, committed to embracing diverse ideologies, stabilized the continent in ways previously unimagined. The Westphalia Accords did more than just halt a war. They laid the groundwork for a stable, enduring European order, a system that would weather the storms of political change well into the 20th century. Smaller conflicts would flare up, but none to parallel the devastation that had preceded Westphalia. These trailblazing ideas of mutual respect and state sovereignty not only endured, but also became a template for global engagements to this day. Yet what fueled the longevity and success of this European world order, shaping the landscape of international relations centuries after its conception? Part 4. How Europe's Malleable Alliances Shaped a Lasting Peace Flexibility, it turns out, was the subtle yet powerful alchemy that infused the European world order with its unique strain of resilience and peace. At the close of the Thirty Years' War, the continent had learned a critical lesson. The key to equilibrium was not rigidity, but an ability to adapt and form new alliances as necessary to keep any one power from asserting total dominance. The chessboard of European politics became a fluid landscape where alliances shifted with the winds of strategic opportunity. Religious and national loyalties gave way to pragmatic partnerships, ensuring that no empire could rise unopposed. This dynamism insulated Europe from the perils of unchecked power. Take the fall of the ambitious emperor Napoleon Bonaparte as a prime example. His near conquest of Europe ended when a coalition of nations rallied at the pivotal Battle of Nations near Leipzig, reinforcing the claim that united, flexible oppositions could thwart the designs of even the mightiest sovereign. Yet this adaptability wasn't born solely from strategic needs. It was a consequence of the fickle loyalties that characterized the Thirty Years' War. Nations that had once been allies turned on each other, cementing a political culture that discouraged undue reliance on fixed partnerships. However, the moment this fluid diplomacy eroded, Europe slid back into a brutal cycle of conflict. The formation of the German state in the aftermath of the Franco-German War solidified antagonism and dissolved Franco-German camaraderie into lasting enmity, establishing rigid fronts instead of alliances that could bend without breaking. As a result, when World War I erupted, it was these inflexible commitments that transformed a single act of violence, the assassination of Archduke Franz Ferdinand, into a cataclysmic domino effect, dragging one nation after another into war. The lesson? Flexibility wasn't just a piece of the puzzle. It was the linchpin of the European world order, maintaining peace so long as it endured. Part 5. The Paradoxical Role of Germany in Europe's Balance of Power In a surprising twist of historical significance, Germany, often perceived as an agent of European upheaval, 
was fundamentally instrumental to the maintenance of peace and balance across the continent. Prior to 1871, this nation that we now think of as a singular entity was actually a patchwork of smaller states all connected by the German language. This fragmentation was key to Europe's stability. A solitary, unified Germany would have been seen as a colossus, too mighty and populous, threatening to upset the scales of power that kept the continent in check. Yet the multitude of German states in existence then posed no such threat. Rather, they provided a regional force that could swiftly be rallied against any external danger, thereby serving as an effective deterrent to potential aggressors. Germany stood at the epicenter of the European geopolitical landscape, its many bordering states acting as a defensive web that reached out to touch nearly every other nation on the continent. This strategic position proved to be a formidable discouragement against the ambitions of other European powers, making the notion of attack or ill-advised power grabs unpalatable. But just as Germany was the stronghold of peace, it also held the seeds of turmoil. The moment Germany transformed from a miscellany of territories into a unified powerhouse under Chancellor Otto von Bismarck's astute leadership in 1871, the stability Europe had known began to falter. The new Germany, with its vast resources and military might, tipped the balance irrevocably. It shifted from peacekeeper to protagonist on the quest for greater power, ultimately transgressing into Belgian and igniting the flames of World War I. In the light of such catastrophic events, it is indeed a marvel that any harmony prevails in contemporary Europe. Germany's role in both underpinning and undermining the European world order serves as a poignant reminder of how fine the line between peace and chaos can be. Part 6. History's Profound Echo in Contemporary Politics It's often said that to understand the present, one must study the past. The same rings true for the complex tapestry of international politics, where the personal histories of global leaders and the collective memory of nations significantly shape current affairs. These histories tell a compelling story, illustrating how origins and experiences cast long shadows over diplomatic relations and political strategies. Consider the poignant backgrounds of two titanic figures in diplomatic history, Clemens von Metternich and Otto von Bismarck. Metternich, whose upbringing in a multicultural environment near the French border, infused him with an appreciation for the richness of diversity, advocated for the peaceful cohabitation of diverse cultures within the Austrian Empire. Conversely, Bismarck, a product of the Prussian nobility's rigidity, perceived politics as a relentless game, a relentless pursuit of national interest with little room for compromise or consideration of others. These starkly different philosophies illustrate how their formative years swayed their approach to governance and foreign policy. Similarly, yeah, nations, like individuals, carry their histories with them. Russia's landscape of mistrust and military vigilance can be traced back to traumatic invasions that breached its borders, such as the devastating Mongol conquests. These scars have ingrained in the Russian psyche a wariness toward disarmament or external assurances of peace. In direct contrast stand the nations of Europe which, having endured the scourge of war for centuries, 
have arrived at a consensus that peace is better cultivated through cooperation and dialogue rather than the barrel of a gun. Europe's commitment to forming unions and resolving disputes diplomatically stems from a deeply internalized lesson that the cost of conflict far outweighs the spoils of war. The past, with all its intricacies, thus continues to inform and influence the actions of both state actors and individual leaders in the current global arena. This historical consciousness is especially pivotal in regions like the Middle East, where a kaleidoscope of cultures and nationalities, each with their own intricate histories, come into play and often clash, demonstrating that yesterday's events are far from forgotten. They are, in fact, powerful forces shaping today's world order. Part 7. Clashing Visions. How Competing World Orders Seed Global Conflicts. The tapestry of human history is woven with threads of conflict, many of which originate from a clashing of world orders. It's an inevitable reality. When distinct global perspectives intersect, tensions tend to escalate, often leading to strife and warfare. Central to this phenomenon is the inherent universal claim each world order makes, the belief that its principles and systems are the gold standard for all societies. Yet, this fails to leave room for the coexistence of differing worldviews, leading to a scenario where one order seeks to overshadow or eliminate the others. Consider the theological underpinnings of a world order, guided by an orthodox interpretation of the Quran. Its core values and social structures may be in sharp discord with those upheld by other world orders, leading to potential rifts and conflicts of interest. The Cold War era provides a striking illustration of this dynamic. The United States and the Soviet Union embodied contrasting ideologies, capitalism versus communism, freedom versus control. The global landscape became a chessboard where these two superpowers maneuvered to establish their respective world orders. The long shadow of their rivalry was cast over numerous regional conflicts, from the Korean War to battles in Africa and Latin America. Nations were often pawns in a larger game, with their internal strife serving as a battleground for the ideological warfare waged between the two titans. In the melting pot of diversity that defines the Middle East, we observe yet another instance where clashing world orders sow discord. Home to a multitude of ethnicities, sects, and beliefs, the region has been fraught with conflicts often rooted in the varied interpretations of Islam held by different groups. Such differences have precipitated lengthy and complex disputes, with numerous parties vying to establish their vision as the dominant order. These historical patterns teach us something profound about the nature of global affairs. In the absence of mechanisms for harmonizing disparate world orders, the risk of conflict is perpetually high. History thus serves as both a chronicle of past battles and a cautionary tale for the present, reminding us that differing visions of order will continue to challenge the pursuit of peace. Part 8 when radical interpretations collide with global diversity. The delicate fabric of global harmony is unraveled when uncompromising world orders take center stage. Among them stand radical interpretations of Islam, which propose a model of governance and society so strictly bound to their theological principles that they overlook the mosaic of a diverse and multifaceted world. This radical ideology 
bifurcates the globe into two distinct realms. On one side is Dar al-Islam, the House of Islam, where states are governed by Islamic law under a unified Muslim leadership. On the other is Dar al-Harb, the realm of war, encompassing all territories not under Islamic rule. Adherents of this worldview believe it is their divine duty to expand Dar al-Islam until it subsumes the entirety of Dar al-Harb by any means deemed necessary. This confrontational stance is fundamentally in conflict with the Westphalian model of world order, emerging from the peace of Westphalia, which emphasizes state sovereignty and the freedom for each nation to chart its own course within a global framework of mutual respect. This model was birthed as a response to the religious conflicts of the Thirty Years' War, proposing a vision of coexistence that acknowledges the rights of states to govern in accordance with their own customs and faiths. The disparity between these two worldviews could not be starker. The Westphalian principle of religious independence within each nation's borders is antithetical to the global mission propagated by radical Islamic ideologies, which does not allow for such diversity. It's clear to see why radical Islam, with its mandate to unite the earth under a singular Islamic authority, poses an inherent challenge to other world orders that celebrate the individual sovereignty and unique cultural identities of each state. Such polarizing ideologies, while impassioned in their pursuit, ignite tensions amidst the broader international community that values pluralism and self-determination. Part 9. Navigating Power and Peace. The U.S. Approach to World Order. The United States, throughout its history, has not only embodied but also strategically deployed the principles of the Westphalian world order to mold an international landscape that aligns with its interests. Central to this strategy is the concept of balance of power, a concept which aims to prevent any single nation from dominating the others. American leadership in the 20th century deftly wielded this strategy turning potential adversaries against each other, by keeping Russia, China and Japan, the key rivals at different points in time, embroiled in their regional disputes and competitions, the US ensured that none could singularly rise to challenge its global standing. Illustrating this tactical prowess, President Theodore Roosevelt masterfully showcased America's naval might in the early 1900s. The dispatching of the Great White Fleet a squadron of 16 battleships on a worldwide voyage was not merely for show, but a statement of power. This floating armada, stopping prominently in Japan among other nations, was a subtle but unmistakable signal of the US's military capabilities, classic Westphalian maneuvering without resorting to outright conflict. However, the United States didn't just manipulate the principles of the European world order to its favor. It saw itself as the guardian and enforcer of this order, often using its tenets to justify military interventions. The very architecture of the Westphalian system, maintaining equilibrium among nations and respecting sovereign borders, was cited by the US when it engaged in warfare to curb entities that threatened this global arrangement. World War II is a stark example when the United States took up arms against Nazi Germany. The fascist regime's aggressive expansionism and blatant disregard for state sovereignty 
were antithetic to the peace and stability the Westphalian order seeks to maintain. Hence, the U.S. positioned itself as a counterforce to restore balance and uphold the international norms it champions. This duality of wielding the Westphalian philosophy both as a tool and as a shield encapsulates the American journey in crafting a world conducive to its vision of order and equity, whether it's preventing any one nation from becoming too powerful or stepping in as a global regulator the United States diplomatic dance revolves around aligning the world's complex mosaic with the Westphalian framework. Final Summary At the heart of international relations lie the diverse world orders that nations espouse, unique sets of beliefs and principles that govern their stance on the world stage. It's through the prism of these world orders that countries engage with each other crafting a complex web of diplomacy and global affairs. One such influential world order emerged in 17th century Europe, following a period wrought with devastating wars. This European model was rooted in a collective desire to prevent further conflict, advocating for mutual respect among nations and respect for sovereignty. This vision of international cooperation and equilibrium has since become a cornerstone in the quest for a more peaceful global community. However, not every world order is predisposed to maintaining harmony. Some hold expansionist or exclusivist ideologies that pose challenges to the stability and peace we strive for. Whether through the incompatible objectives of radical interpretations or the power struggle between superpowers, these differing world orders can be sources of friction and confrontation. Understanding and navigating the intricacies of various world orders is therefore essential to forging a future where diverse nations can coexist and flourish. As history has shown us, embracing the principles that prioritize mutual respect and the sovereign rights of states could pave the way for a more harmonious global society, mitigating the risk of conflicts and fostering a more cooperative world order. Thank you for joining me today on this journey of learning and discovery as we explored the insights of another thought-provoking book in our growing library of knowledge. If you've enjoyed our time together, please take a moment to follow our podcast, give us a five-star rating, and share 20-minute books with other knowledge seekers. Your support truly means a lot. Don't forget to join me again in the next episode, where we will delve into another enriching book. Until then. Happy reading and happy listening.